Welcome to Let It Grow Investing. I'm Jeff. Thank you for stopping by. Let's talk about stocks, crypto, market news, investing ideas, and strategies. I'm not a financial advisor, and this is only for entertainment purposes. Please make sure to like, follow, and share so that we can all grow together. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Let It Grow Investing, and thank you for stopping in today. We've got a uh, another uh, action-packed episode with lots of different movements going on out there. Uh, lots of different things the U.S. is doing, Russia's doing, just uh, overall a, a busy market, busy uh, geopolitical spectrum that we need to cover today. But, uh, you know, first off, thank you guys for being here. And uh, as always, I've got the links in the description for different ways to get your investing uh, journey started, whether it's Webull, where they're giving out about $5,000 in free stocks, uh, randomly selected shares that they're giving out. When you sign up and make a minimum deposit of about $10, uh, you can get these free shares as well. It's uh, automatic. You just have to put in your information like a bank account, claim it. Um, and then also on crypto.com, still have offers there um, to get some some free crypto as well. But uh, yeah, going up, going forward here, we've had a, a rocky start to the week. It's Wednesday here. It's quite dreary. Uh, so I'm not out doing the uh, any type of springtime work. Uh, I'm actually just uh, getting caught up on some things. And uh, today we're finally seeing the market kind of rally back to where we were. But uh, I think we're just making up, giving back or getting some of those gains back that we lost. I really don't think we're going to the the, the plus side here uh, at this point in time. Uh, so we, we had a couple down days. Uh, I think Monday the Dow was down about 800. Uh, Tuesday we opened lower. Went way higher, up about two uh, percent on uh, the the broad markets, and then we ended up closing fairly flat. Uh, so now Wednesday, we've uh, we've kind of broken that uh, that negative spell, and it seems like we're gonna keep trending higher here right now. But the uh, the markets are still in that kind of limbo. We're still waiting for some some real clarity as to what's going on. I know you know the U.S. has stopped buying uh, Russian oil. Uh, UK is trying to do that. They're trying to close some of these contracts. All in all, for them, it might take about a year. Uh, and then Germany is looking to possibly do the same. And Putin pretty much said, uh, if you're going to talk about doing that, we're just going to cancel it for you. I don't know that that rule has been or that that law or sanction has come from Putin. But uh, he basically is saying, if you're going to threaten to cancel, I'll just go ahead and not sell you any more oil. Uh, so that's what's going on there. We had uh, oil analysts coming up with their crude price that it could get to about 150 uh, per barrel. And right now we're around that 125, 130 mark. And uh, ultimately that could raise the CPI for consumers about another 2%, which means that inflation would be near 10%. Uh, so we still have to get that corrected. We've got uh, the Fed that came out and said they're going to raise a quarter point. Uh, it seems like a small amount, but, uh, you know, and hopefully it's not too little too late. I, I think we're going to still have these raises throughout the year. Uh, and overall, they're going to try everything they can to get this 10% inflation number uh, back down to back down to earth. You know, if we can get it to that two and a half, three percent that it historically is at, 
uh, that would be great. But uh, overall, we have to see a lot of different things come into play, have the supply chain come back online, have uh, oil somewhat stabilized and start coming down. And uh, But for right now, I, I understand that the high prices are hurting us. But ultimately speaking, uh, we're going to have to have some higher oil prices in order to kind of combat what's going on in Russia as we, we don't want to be buying from them. And uh, we're going to have to source from different places in order to do so. And there's there's a lot of different uh, moving parts of this in order to um, we're going to have that temporary pain until we can get uh, that Russian problem solved. Ultimately, if we can drill more in the Gulf or import from Venezuela, these are all different options that are out there. Uh, ultimately, we'll see where that goes and uh, we'll, we'll see where uh, the geopolitical tensions are headed also. Hopefully, we can not get into a, uh, a real overall world war and uh, hopefully Russia doesn't attack any kind of NATO country because then that will pull uh, a lot of different NATO players into that uh, war space. So we hopefully don't have to get there. Hopefully we can uh, get out of that area. But uh, yeah, we've had a lot of different movements in a lot of the um, well automakers in the uh, the mining plays and uh, lithium in, in the battery space. Uh, a lot and due to part of what's going on over there. And then a lot of people seeing the rising prices, they're thinking, or rising prices in, in oil. We're thinking, where can we go? What's going to do well, uh, you know, next quarter, quarter three, quarter four. And I, I think a lot of those plays, people are looking at uh, EVs or charging stations or different different ways to not have to buy oil. Uh, and they're looking at those stocks because I, I think a lot of people right now, if you have been looking to buy a new vehicle, uh, maybe EVs weren't on your mind. But, you know, at with gas at, uh, you know, $2, it might have not been on your mind. But now when uh, gas hits 4 or $5 or, you know, higher in California, higher around the world, uh, I think a lot of people are weighing that as an option. You know, it could certainly push me to look at an EV for my next vehicle. Maybe not a work truck yet, but uh, for a commuter car or a family car, I could certainly see an EV being being that option. Uh, you know, I think we put $85 in an SUV the other day and it still didn't fill it up. So, you know, that kind of gets old. In my trucks, I have to swipe two times to to fill up uh, my truck because the uh, the maximum on the pump won't even fill it. So, you know, that's uh, definitely a problem I think a lot of people are facing. And we're going to look for options to that. You know, if uh, if steak's too expensive, people are going to buy something different. That's just kind of how we work. Uh, so I'm thinking about those plays as they have been beaten down. Even the growth stocks, I still think long term when I'm looking at my investments. I'm still looking what is going to be an investment in five years. And it might not be beautiful right now. The The growth stocks might not be uh, in favor. But uh, I think, again, that is a time that you really want to look at your high conviction plays. What has the government said? What has uh, General Motors said? China has the same type of guidelines. You know, they want to be, uh, you know, in EVs pretty much solely by 2030 or 2045 or 35. Sorry. So, if that's where everyone's headed, now might be the time to do that. When when everyone is looking 
at the price of oil rising and oil stocks rising, growth stocks getting beat down and uh, ultimately just kind of being kicked to the curb is now that right time. Uh, for me, I will continue to dollar cost average into my positions. Uh, there's names in oil that I'm not buying right now. I think it's it's kind of running up to that uh, that high that I'm not too sure I want to keep going. I don't want to have that fear of missing out. I want to put my money into something that's going to do me better in five years. I'm not saying oil demand is ever going to go away. I think it's used in a lot of different things that we're going to have a, a long term that we're still going to be dependent on oil. But uh, I do think that the demand will decrease where the EV plays or some of the different, you know, different names we've talked about. Uh, ultimately, I think they have a better ramp and more growth. And uh, maybe the next six months to a year or even two years, it's not going to be that growth play that we want. But I think long term, like buying Tesla in 2015, you had to wait a long time to see any kind of returns. I still think that way with companies like ChargePoint and Neo and DraftKings. I, th I think all of these have a longer ramp in front of them that ultimately they're going to get there. They're just not the plays of right now. So I'll continue buying a little at a time uh, in these different names and uh, ultimately we'll see where it goes. But uh, that's my that's my play. High conviction names, investments for long term. If you're trying to, to swing trade right now, more power to you. That's not what I'm about. I'm trying to look long term and really find some some plays that are going to do us really well over time while still collecting some dividends from a lot of my uh, blue chip names that I really have uh, faith in that they're going to do well and weather the storm of whatever the economy throws at them. Uh, those plays that, you know, we can't live without when we're talking uh, pharmaceutical or utilities or, you know, we, we got to have some banking in there somewhere, especially with some of the rates going up. Uh, and I think a lot of those are really investable right now, too. Uh, you know, companies like Bank of America or Wells Fargo, Citigroup are all getting down to where they've been beat down. Uh, Citi's been beat down a little bit heavier because they have some investments in Russia. But uh, I read a report the other day that was saying it's no more for U.S. banks than three to five percent. That's pretty much where they're capped out at with their Russian uh, investment. So for that standpoint, I, I think that is kind of limited where um, Citigroup has fallen more than that. A lot of the banks, JP Morgan's fallen more than that three to 5%. So now might be the time where you want to start looking at banks, especially with rates on the rise. And uh, hopefully we can kind of be in the right space at the right time. Uh, but overall, I think that two and a half to three and a half percent dividend is also going to help us have that uh, that little bit of help on the on the back end in order to know that we're not going to get so far burnt from buying these at a low we're still going to get that dividend and we're still going to be in some safer plays like i said it's only three to five percent of uh, most of the bank's involvement in russian investments uh and you know pretty much everyone else has got the same exposure whether you're looking at uh, mcdonald's or visa or uh probably even starbucks i'm not sure about that one but everyone has some kind of exposure into that market whether it's ukraine or russia or just spending around those countries. So everything's at a, a little bit more of a risk right now. But uh, overall, I still think these are good plays to get into dollar cost average and build that position for going forward. 
But uh, we, we definitely have seen the inflation problems uh, causing a slowdown in what people are going to be buying. And, uh, you know, ultimately, this is going to hurt these companies, like I said, with with companies like uh, Visa, you know, not as many people are buying. So we really have to think short term, we might he might hear some different uh, down guidance from some of these companies. And that eventually can be a, uh, a buying sign when things settle. I don't want to rush out and buy things when when they guide down because there's going to be a big drop. But maybe a couple days or a week after, you can really kind of digest all the information that's going on out there and really look at those numbers and start to build a position. Because I think we are going to have a uh, some numbers that are going to scare a lot of people where, you know, we thought Visa was going to do X. But then it was, you know, four, five, six percent less due to what's going on in the world. So ultimately, you know, take that into uh, consideration when some of these numbers come out, some of the earnings come out, they might not look as good as what we thought. And there might be people guiding down before earnings. And ultimately, I want to be in the right spot at the right time. Uh, so take all that information as it's going to come out and somewhat plan for it now. You know, you want to have cash on the side ready to buy these dips when uh, everyone's running for the hills that's when i want to rotate into some of these names that uh, are getting beat down more than they probably should be but uh, that's what i got on that we're going to come back and i'm going to talk about some of the different uh, problems that uh, china's facing right now uh, as well as some of their different uh, ev problems as well as uh, some retail type problems and uh, we'll, we'll cover that in a, uh, a second here on let it grow all right, we are back. Uh, so first off, I wanted to, uh, again, say thanks for uh, stopping by and sharing the podcast, liking the podcast. Uh, ultimately, if you're subscribing, I would greatly appreciate that too. You get a little bit more early access to the show. Normally the, a day earlier, then I'll post the, uh, the show link on our different uh, pages on the uh, Let It Grow Investing page and, uh, you know, get that early access by subscribing. Also, if you uh, this uh, podcast is bringing you uh, the news that you want to hear. I would certainly appreciate a share or a thumbs up and uh, any kind of shout out. I'd really appreciate that. If you want to go ahead and support the, the channel, go ahead and go over to anchor.fm slash let it grow where you can uh, subscribe and help the podcast by uh, donating as little as 99 cents a month. But that's over at anchor.fm slash let it grow. I greatly appreciate that and any shares that you have for me. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. So, all right, we are looking at uh, what might be some different problems going forward. And uh, ultimately, I was saying how China might have some different problems. They might be uh, kind of a precursor to what we're seeing in our market. And uh, one, one thing that I saw in China from 2021 to 2022, year over year, their uh, savings rate, their household savings rate has uh, gone up 4x. So these people kind of know from some of the problems they've had before and some of the Evergrande problems they had back in October, November, that, uh, you know, things aren't looking so peachy over there. There's some, some different problems or some different big fish that are, you know, really, really worrisome for them. So... We, we really need to take that into account that uh, they're slowing down. They're not spending. 
you know, companies like Alibaba, uh, currently at a 13 PE, it seems like one of the cheapest stocks in the market. Uh, ultimately, it's still really tough to call whether it's a buy or not, or if things are going to get worse. Uh, I really want to say that, uh, you know, I'd love to be buying Alibaba. Uh, my, my cost basis on this one is much higher than where we're at now. And uh, ultimately, I want a little bit more clarity. I, I do think that it could be a very sound investment. Uh, I do think that China will get out of this. And I know I just said I'm dollar cost averaging into other plays. Uh, I think for me right now, I'm looking for those higher conviction plays. And Alibaba just isn't quite there yet. Uh, same thing. I mean, I'm still buying into Neo, but similar, similar problem with Neo. You know, if the, the Chinese consumer isn't spending their money and they're looking to save more, they're looking for more problems. Uh, I think we kind of have to take that into account that they might not want to be spending money. Sure, you know, the Westerners, people from the U.S. can throw all their money at NEO, but uh, ultimately the people there need to want or want to buy these products. That's that's pretty much what it comes down to. Just because we think it's a great technology, I mean, they probably do too, but if they're not looking to spend their money or buy anything right now, that's going to make it really tough for these companies to grow and expand into those other markets that we were looking at. And uh, ultimately, we're, we're kind of seeing some same, same problems here in the States. Okay, we're looking at the two-year and 10-year uh, treasury spread. The, the, uh, the, the spread is currently 0.23 uh, away from each other. Now, generally speaking, you lock up your money into a 10-year uh, bond for um, a longer period, right? You want to get more money for having your money locked up for a longer time. Uh, versus the the two year, you know, it's a short kind of blip in the system. You get less money for having your money invested in a, a bond for a less amount of time. Now, this rate had been about one and a half percent different, is uh, as, as close as last year. You know, so last May, June, July, it was about one and a half percent. Then uh, start of twenty two was about 075 percent. Uh, start of February, I think it was 0.5, and now we are at 0.23. Uh, so the amount that you're getting on the two-year and the 10-year is getting closer. Uh, and that is going to be a problem when they cross. When you're getting less for the 10-year than you do on the two-year, that is often a sign that a recession is about 18 months away. Sometimes it's sooner, sometimes it's later, but it almost always shows that there's going to be a recession ahead. So certainly something that uh, you want to take a look at and make sure that when that happens, you, you want to know that what's going on and ultimately what your plan is. Because if, uh, if everyone else thinks that a recession is going to come and they all start preparing for it, most of the time, it's going to push everyone that direction. Everyone's going to have that feeling of, oh, okay, there's a recession. I'm taking my money out. I'm going to safety. And that can certainly cause that uh, those markets to go down further. So like I said, I'm not super, um, super bullish on where the market is going right now. I still want to build my positions, but I'm not buying hand over fist. I'm, I'm nibbling at different names when I think they're getting lower than they should be. When some of the... Uh, 
RSI, the, the indicators that are saying it's oversold, get way down. That's when I'm looking to buy these different names and kind of build that position. But uh, ultimately, one of the things that I am really bullish on is going to be crypto. And crypto, I still feel like a lot of people want access to their money. A lot of people don't want to put money into their home currency, into the dollar that's getting devalued every day, into the Russian ruble that's going down 50, 60, 70% at a clip, um, where everyone is going to have access to these uh, these cryptocurrencies and we're going to be able to use them instead of spending our dollars. And uh, also other people, the whole world's going to have access to it. Uh, the, the U.S. is looking to have some new laws and regulations around crypto, which is also uh, maybe a problem in the short term. But in the long term, I think we're going to see more banks, institutions, uh, retirement funds start buying crypto in order to um, bolster their portfolios and ultimately get out of the different uh, currency that they're in. You know, having cash on the sideline is costing you money. Yes, it's, it's great to have cash on the sideline but you have to have something to do with it or it's just going to keep getting whittled away at 7 to 10% of inflation. So uh, also the, the fact that Coinbase is uh, looking to, or they're, they're not going to shut down Russian accounts, I think that speaks volumes about the DeFi space where these different people are going to have access to their money. Even if their government does something uh, crooked or shady, these people still have access to their funds if they are in crypto. Uh, you know, so I, I, there, there's always going to be bad actors. If, if there's bad actors in Russia, fraudulent people shut their accounts down by, by all means. But uh, for the people in Russia or the people in Ukraine that uh, have a, a failing currency or even Turkey or Venezuela, that everything is going way down, having your money in another currency will prevent a lot of money loss even though you know crypto has gotten beat down lately, I do think we're going to start seeing a separation between stocks and crypto. Uh, we saw it a bit last week. Uh, ultimately, cryptos had come back down to that level um, prior to their previous run-up. And now we saw again today that they're headed back uh, higher. So ultimately, uh, I still think that crypto is probably where I want to put uh, more of my money right now. I will continue to dollar cost average into a lot of different names, but that is ultimately what I'm looking to do. Stake these coins and uh, ultimately let them uh, run up higher and uh, build some generational wealth. That's really what I'm looking to do with that position. But uh, that going forward, we have the, uh, the week 11 investing challenge where we put in $200 a week into Weeble uh, to build a portfolio over the, over the course of 2022. And for this week, we've got uh, five different names. We've got Win, Win Resorts, MGM Resorts, Penn National Gaming, DraftKings, and Caesars Entertainment. So if you are on the uh, Let It Grow Investing podcast page on Facebook, go ahead and vote on there. If you are not, uh, ask to join the group. I've kept it private to keep out the scammers and spammers. And uh, I'll let you in and then go ahead and get your vote in for one of these five stocks that we will be buying on uh, Monday around lunchtime. Uh, try to not buy right early in the morning, uh, get some of the let some of the volatility shake out, and then we'll, we, we will be purchasing around lunchtime. But uh, yeah, that's what I got for you guys today. Please make sure to uh, like, subscribe, and share. 
get your votes in. If you want to uh, help the page, you can do so at anchor.fm slash let it grow. And uh, I will catch you guys in the next one. Take care. As always, thanks for stopping by. Please make sure to like, subscribe by turning on the notification bell and sharing this podcast to help our community grow. Check the links in the description for offers on E-Trade, Binance, and Crypto.com to get your investing journey started. You can also help support the podcast on our Anchor.fm webpage. Until next time, let's get invested and let it grow.